Yo, welcome to the Brass Exchange Podcast. I'm your guy, Big Blake Huffington. Hey, baby. And I'm here with my co-host, El Jefe, El Presidente, El Fuego, your homeboy and mine. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Bratz All Area. Check us out on the web at www.bratsallarea.com. Subscribe and listen at anchor.fm forward slash Bratz All Area or on Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Spotify. Support us for as little as $1 to help cover the cost of producing this show and to help us to continue to bring you good content. Warning. Although it is not our intention... Content on this podcast might just offend you. Don't worry, there's always tomorrow. There's always tomorrow. If you have any podcast topics you'd like us to discuss, drop us an email at podcast at bratsallarea.com. The Bratsall Area Reunion, June 22nd through the 26th, and the pre-union, don't forget about it, June 18th through the 21st in Orlando, Florida. Brats and Bratettes, we'd like to thank you for your support. Do remember... This podcast is an extension of the Facebook group and the WBRAT radio shows hosted by DJ EZG on MixLR.com. Log on Tuesdays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to hear DJ J. Millie, DJ Sean Blue, and the one and only DJ EZG. Reminder, this is not the Facebook group. Reminder, this is not the radio show. So we're a little more wild than those platforms allow us to be. And every once in a while, we might drop the towel and show our asses. No worries, though. I moisturize. <laughs> I moisturize. I moisturize. Ooh, my mic a little low. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let me turn it up. Turn let me turn mic it up. up. Mic check. One, two in the place to be. It's your boy, Big Blake, and you can see bars. No, I don't want to bust rhymes and shit. Yo, Brad Shades Podcast, episode 18, 18, 18, 18. It's rolling. Moving along. Mm-hmm. I remember when it was episode one. No, I don't. Yeah. I'm lying. I I'm lying. Because I had a different mic. I was in mm. daytime outside. Right. And we was fumbling through everything. We still fumbling, but we the train is moving. The train's moving most definitely. It was it's uh it gets e I think it gets easier. Um I was just saying before we launched that I needed to change that um that intro is pretty long, but yeah. It gives me time to do other shit before we get started. Yep. So yep. kind of get you get your notes ready or whatever. Yeah. Um episode 18 as I mentioned earlier. Uh, nine thousand eight hundred two members, or brats, or Brat people citizens. in the group. How about that? Yeah. Nine thousand eight hundred two people in the group. Forty nine at the door, and fifteen new members. Oh, I forget what it was last time. I don't have my notes up. I'm kind of doing a couple things. Uh, son just left here. He want to talk my ear off before he goes to Florida tomorrow. So I'm just like, yo, what, bro? Coming over with his little girlfriend and things. <laughs> you driving down? No, he's catching the flight. His mom is down there, and right. she's stressing him out to come down for the holidays or whatever. And he don't want to go because um, he's um, he'll be missing work, losing money and shit like that. I understand it, um, but I basically told him he has to be more like me and just say no sometimes and do what's in his best interest. You know what I mean? Mm. Regardless of you know whose feelings get hurt. You know what I mean? If right. it, if it's best for him, then you know do what's good for you, bro. So. Right. He's like, oh, it's hard. It's my mom. And I said, yeah, I get it. But listen, your mom pissed you off. I don't want you over here talking my ear off, complaining about her because you just transferring that energy. And I don't do bad energy. Mm. Yep. So. And you got your money. <clears throat> you talking about money. Yeah, he talked about, yeah, he talked about uh, he's going to miss Saturday. Of course, they're closed tomorrow. Friday, I'm not sure. But Saturday is his big money day. 
Mm-hmm. And because he's going to be in Florida, he's going to miss that money. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. You should have just mm-hmm. told her no. Um, Yeah, but I'm happy to be here. Um, Almost died over the weekend. Yeah. I saw no cap. You. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Heart, a heart attack. Uh, let me not wish that on me. Asthma attack that I have been dealing with for um, at least at least two days. So, right. so, so all day Saturday and then Sunday morning, I, I had never gone to sleep since I woke up Saturday because I just couldn't breathe. I was too afraid that if I fell asleep, I would never wake up. Mm-hmm. So I stayed up all, woke up Saturday morning, four o'clock in the morning. Can't breathe. Went through the day, all day how Saturday. Huh? How many, how many pumps in the uh, inhaler? Well, the inhaler, I think the, the, um, the instructions say use um, two a to max. F- yeah, right. two, a max two to four pumps um, or use two to four times per day as needed, which is two pumps a day, uh, two pumps a use. So you're right. talking about between four and eight pumps in a day. Between Saturday and Sunday, I used 40, like four zero. Yeah, you was. Yeah, pretty much. It was almost like it was my lifeline. So I had a. Uh, I was just like, yo, I know I started Saturday with 60. By the time I went to the hospital, I had like a little less than 20. I probably had 18 left. Mm. So I was pumping and dumping all day. My wife came in from work. I was like, yo, I can't breathe. I'm about to go to the hospital. She's like, oh, you want me to go with you? I was like, nah, don't don't worry. You know, I, I, We literally live across the street from the hospital. I said, if I die, I'll call you. Don't worry. So she, so she, so she just went to sleep, and you know I was done. I had to do true treatments, one in the emergency room. I mean, one in the triage, or one in the waiting area, and then I had to do a longer one. Oh, they brought you. They did it in there. The Yo, I was. Area? I tell you, I was dying. Like I could wow. not breathe. Like my lungs were so. Did they co- do the um the uh, oxygen test on you to see what? Was no, it? that's I got to go. Did they put the pulse ox on you on your finger. Mm-mm. Yeah, they did that. They did that. Okay. So that was running the whole time, but. They gave me like a quick 15 or 20 minute treatment while I was waiting to go back into triage or whatever it's called in the back. Yeah, it's triage. And, and well, then you triage at the beginning and then the, the room. Right. Then I go into the back and I do an hour long one. Ooh. So, yeah. So I was in How'd bad you feel shape. out there? How? Oh, well, I was really talking. weak <laughs> because I was coughing as well. Mm-hmm. And then they put me on these steroids. And so like all Sunday, I've never had any, uh, what's that shit called? Liposuction. But I can only imagine that my that this is what liposuction felt like because it felt like my lungs and shit was disconnected from the rest of my body. Like my stomach was so sore. How does liposuction in your lungs? I'm coincide? talking about the feeling that my stomach had from doing all the coughing over the last two oh. three days. Oh, okay, okay. right. So it was all connected. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Yeah. Got you. So, mm-hmm. so that was my that was my weekend. And I'm still, it's still kind of, now I'm still trying to get all the, uh, the crazy thing about the treatments is anybody who has asthma may or may may not know when you do these treatments, like your lungs wide the hell open. Oh yeah. So you become like super sniffer. Yeah. You become a superhero. Mm -hmm. So you can hear and smell. I mean, not hear. (laughs) You can smell everything. Oh shit. They done gave me hearing now. (laughs) So, so. So I leave the right. hospital and I hit the cold air and I felt like I was swallowing icicles. Um, mm. uh, just yeah, all that. Everything. Yeah. Then I got in the house. My wife had a candle lit. I was like, yo, you got to turn that shit off because it felt like I walked into like the heart of a flower. A fragrant, yeah. Fragrance of flowers mm-hmm. and all of that. Yep. Yeah. In, the, in March or April when they bloom. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it was crazy. I, and I don't remember 
this, like I said, I had asthma when I was younger, but I don't remember this part of the game when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I don't remember it. But now that I'm older, like I'm there, I never want to, I don't want to, I don't, all I can do is help to control it. And I don't know what I need to f- get rid of right. it. You, you know don't what know what's set, do you know what's setting it off? What makes it, what happens? I know when I was in El Paso, the, um, you remember that, 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 um, that, Sand, dust, or whatever that would blow over from dust storms. Warriors, yeah, the dust storm. You wash mm-hmm. your car, you come outside, you're like, yo, what the? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I, I, I attracted uh, asthma there, mm-hmm. all that running up in the hills and all that other stuff. But that's what um, triggers mine. Do you know what triggers yours? To be honest with you, it could be marijuana. Oh, okay. So I have to stop. And it's either that or <clears throat> it's either that or. Another thing it could be, which I'm going to stop taking, is this Irish sea moss. So just starting to take it. Well, I may be taking too much. I might be overdoing it because it says take one. Mine says take one a day. I thought you couldn't take enough. I was told you couldn't take enough of the sea moss. So mine says as a dietary supplement, take one capsule one or two times per day with water. Mm. So I've been taking two in the morning, two two of sea moss, one bladder rack. And I think, I'm not sure, I'm thinking it's because I started taking two sea moss at, at once instead of one in the morning and maybe one at night. Because it does have iodine in it. I am I am allergic to iodine. Oh. So it could why, be. Why the hell would you take something that be, you're allergic to? Listen, because I didn't, I didn't, I didn't connect the two until recently. Mm. So when I tried to go back to when I started having these issues, it was either when I started vape, um, the oil, the cannabis mm-hmm. oil, mm-hmm. or it was this. So I got rid of the cannabis, cannabis oil. I'm not doing that anymore. And so the next thing I do once I'm well is to um, see what happens when I'm not taking this Irish sea moss. Mm. That way I can kind of eliminate the things that I right. tr- uh, attribute to what's going on now. So... Cause I st- I've been in- I've been using an inhaler f- since like February, right? And I think that's when I started on this trash, but I don't know. We'll see. So right now I'm just trying to clear my my sinuses. Now I still got mucus and stuff in my because mm-hmm. it definitely opened you up. I right. remember when I had a I had nose surgery done. Um, had some polyps and all this crazy stuff in my nose. But once I got well. Mm-hmm. And it, and I was getting well like right around the blooming time of summer. Mm-hmm. I couldn't go outside, man. It was like fresh cut grass, flowers, man. It was giving me an instant. It, it was an instant headache. Mm-hmm. Go outside and take a deep breath, do whatever. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. I, I couldn't go running outside. I couldn't jog because any deep breath I took, it smelled like I was inhaling like big bags of air. That's crazy. Air, every. Freaking pollen and mm-hmm. I could smell everything. I'm like, y'all don't smell that? Like, no, nah, what you talking about? You can't smell that. Mm. Everybody thought I was crazy, but after they cleaned me out, man, I I understand what you mean because it was, it was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like you can smell the the smallest of things, right? So, and I didn't tell any like I didn't tell anybody about it. I didn't post about it. I didn't do anything about it. I'm not, um, I'm not a hype beast like that, but. I was like, yo, this was almost it. I was like, shit. I was, <clears throat> tell, I was telling my wife, here. like, yo, you can't even get to the fucking Bitcoin if I die because I didn't tell mm. you how to get to it. 
I said, you can't get wow. in the safe. I said, made me reevaluate my life. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Real quick. Mm-hmm. Like, she'd have just been in the house. Like, yeah, I, I'm sh- yeah because. here. How you going to get in? Well, y'all got to blow it up. Mm. I mean, she could <laughs> probably get in the safe, but the Bitcoin definitely, because I have a hard wallet, mm. which means that, um, like, all my, sh- like, it's really futuristic. Like, all my shit is on this small device mm. that you connect to a computer. And then once you connect to it, you have to put in the password or the pin, but the pin changes like the the dial pad changes every time you connect. Mm. So you can't like copy like a fingerprint pattern right, or right, anything right. like All that. This stuff keeps moving around, right? And then if you don't know the pin, the only way to get into it is to use the uh, passcodes, and you have thirty passcodes that you have to put in in order to reset the wallet. Damn, yeah. Yeah, so you have thirty I mean, you key on, phrases. You on that? Uh, you on that? Uh, 007. Yeah, well, I have to. I got you know, I got a couple dollars in Bitcoin, so I I can't trust it to leave it on a on a network anywhere, right? Because somebody might steal it, or the network or the company that you got your shit with could just get slick right. on you and be like, "Oh, we're out of business. We're out. Yeah, we gone, and we out with your money." So it's a there's a lot of things that you know are good and bad about Bitcoin. But I got enough in, you know, I got enough in there that I have to be proactive with the way that I store it. Right. So, yep. But that was my weekend. Yeah. That's what's up. Pre- preparing for the, uh, preparing for the holidays. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Definitely that. <coughs> it's, coming, so, it's here. We ain't preparing. It's here. We what? Less than six, twelve hours left before you. Are you doing anything? Y'all are cooking or anything? No, nah, we don't. My wife doesn't cook uh big like that. She cooks for me and her, and then. Usually on the holidays, we go to someone's house. Gotcha. Like we have a big enough house to host, but I don't like hosting personally. I don't. I don't like all the the work that comes with hosting and all the right. enjoyment that you don't get to experience because yeah, you're the host. You're taking care of people. Yeah. yeah. So I feel comfortable. I I really hate that. You know. So we always gotcha. go somewhere, but this year we're going to uh, her sister's brother's cousin's house. Okay, I'm not gonna even try to break that one down. Yeah, we usually uh we usually spend Thanksgiving like in the hood, hood like with a black family. Like my wife has been friends with uh um one of her goddaughter's mother usually invites us over, but they had some hard times like health issues over the last few months, so they're not gonna do um Thanksgiving this year. So we had to find somewhere else to go. Mm. So I'm not sure what to expect. You know what I mean? So I mean, but they're family. But I'm still right. not. I'm not sure what to expect. I, white people celebrate differently than black people do. So <laughs> this time we'll be going to a white household as opposed oh. to going to a black household. So I'm sure gotcha. everything is gonna be. So different. y'all, y'all are gonna be eating on time. Oh shit! Probably. <laughs> that didn't sound good. What? I just broke. Um, I just I, broke a yeah. balls. Yeah, just broke I just, some balls. Mm-hmm. Quit here. breaking them, man. Mm-hmm. That's the problem, man. Always breaking balls. Shit, shit. And then busting I, people's balls mm. all the damn time. I don't even know why it broke. I wasn't even pressing it hard. Mm. It's trash now. <laughs> so either that or I'm super strong. Yeah, okay. We're gonna go with the first part. No, no, no. I'm I'm pretty but, strong. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm going. Um, I'll be traveling to San Antonio tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, go down there and get the mom's sisters my little sister now cooks so we'll be down there to partake in uh 
the meal with the family. Mm-hmm. So we probably won't get down there until it's right around the time for them to eat. Because like I said, you know, the black family, we're going to be trying to eat all day. And they ain't ready. Mm. They ain't ready. So um, the wife has to work. When she gets off, we'll, we'll travel. Man, I'm hoping. I, I don't think there'll be traffic tomorrow. But, man, traffic was bananas today. Mm. Like, but today Lord. is the moving day. I know. And I was, <laughs> I was talking to one of my, my good friends good cousins of mine mm-hmm. and he was trying to blow smoke trying to tell me yeah man i'm leaving today i was like bro you <clears> told <throat> me any other day you was leaving leaving to where leaving how driving uh, no nah, i didn't care how he was leaving he wasn't going wherever he was going to dust he wasn't gonna get there in no timely manner right he's like i, I said do you have your airplane ticket yet Nah, i ain't got a ticket yet man oh, i know somebody shit. i know somebody okay i said not today <laughs> i don't care who you know today. right you can know the pilots today you can know whoever you need to know right but today of all days, you're not making it happen today. Right. You know who I am? Like I said, mm-hmm. unless you got your own jet. Yeah, I know who you are. A stranded <laughs> a stranded a stranded traveler. <laughs> for so, real. Mm-hmm. Right. You're gonna be right where you are for mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, bro. <laughs> Do I know who you is? Yep. Mr. Stranded. Yeah, he said Mr. Stranded. Mm. Wow. So did he travel or no? Nah, man. You know, he's he's where he where he where he He's where he started. At, you know? Yeah, of course. It's uh, Christmas. It's New. It's God damn it. It's Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's holiday season. Bro. This is the most. Uh, you traveled. know, this is the most traveled day of the entire year, and the most expensive day as far as you know tickets and all that stuff. Especially if you wait to the last minute. Do you understand how much a goddamn on ticket gonna cost you? I don't to go anywhere today. No, I don't. I don't. I'm not that close <laughs> with my family, so I never had to. Right. I never had the stress of having to get somewhere. You know what I mean? I know it happened to me one year. I was in um, I was in Detroit, and at the last minute, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I don't know. I think I'm not. I'm not sure why I wasn't with Tiffany. I don't know if she went where she went, and I went somewhere else. But I was at work, and it was a. It was like today on a Wednesday, and the airlines used to have these tickets. Like you, you know, either you were eat, you had an email, and they would email you like specials or whatever. But mm-hmm. one day I was just looking, and it was it was payday, and I had a little money in my pocket, so I looked, and they had a ticket from Detroit to San Antonio for mm-hmm. like two hundred and some dollars or whatever round trip, mm-hmm. which is a steal <coughs> at me. that particular time. But it actually just posted that particular day. Like I had been looking at tickets the whole time, like I can't afford it. I'm not gonna try to go down there. I got to be back at work at a certain time. Blah blah right. blah. Not gonna try and do it. It costs too much money. Then I'm gonna turn around and try to go home for Christmas. It didn't make sense. So mm-hmm. I just happened to look. Ticket was like two hundred some dollars. I'll be looking ever since then. That was probably five, six, seven, eight years ago, however long. Mm-hmm. But they don't do the same. You know, obviously the world has changed since then, and tickets is not the same. But they don't use they don't do those type of things anymore. Where spur the moment tickets pop up like that. Mm-hmm. And so when my man was like, "Yo, man, I'm gonna get out of here, man, bro. We not back in them days anymore. It's mm-hmm. not happening." Yeah. It's just not happening. Well, I mean, that time ago was, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess it was a different time. Now, yeah, well, I, mean, I guess travel was different, too, as far as, you know, it's just, it's just bananas now during the holidays. Yeah, well, like you just well, you stay just home. Sit with, yeah, is that sit you behind at the house. Mm-hmm. Or don't, you, you know, know, you don't have to love your family. <laughs> you can see them next. Man, all this technology we got, you could be right beside them. You could literally just go the next weekend. Be like, right. yeah, I, all right. No, I can't. Let's delay. Um, let's delay the dinner until next right. weekend. Everything right. will be and cheaper. Man, travel everything. Mm-hmm. And then you say that to say this. Like I know, uh, I know it sounds bad, 
But, you know, the day after Christmas, mm-hmm. everything is on sale. The day right. after New Year's, everything is on <clears> sale. You can still, what's what's the, what's one or two days to wait when you yeah. get the same thing half off? We <laughs> don't, 30, um, 40% off. Exactly. I mean, we don't celebrate, right. but we still get each other a gift. I don't know why we do that. It's crazy. It's weird. So, you know, people know that we're not really religious. However, we have five trees in our house, which is crazy. <laughs> um, my wife likes to decorate, so you know who am I to say don't decorate? Right. You know what I mean? But she does it for the uh, the decoration aspect of it. But we're not into the you know the traditional reasons. Yeah, the religious part. Yeah, of the it. religious but part yeah, of it. I mean, listen, man, you you can have whatever religion that works for you. If that's if that's what works for you, do it. Do what's best for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? All this the traditional whatever. But obviously, she loves to to um, partake in the holiday seasons, be it. Uh, Halloween and Thanksgiving and right. Christmas. So right, you know, I was teasing her because the shit has been up for a long time, like, <laughs> oh, like at least two weeks. Um, oh, okay. And so, but we haven't put any pictures or anything up. Dang, she put it up before Thanksgiving. Like, yeah, I know people she that put it up like the day of Thanksgiving or right after Thanksgiving. But yeah, she was wilding. She was wilding. So it's been up. Um, for at least a week and a half, two weeks, but we haven't put any pictures up. Mm. So there's a tree in the family room. There's a Chanel tree in the living room. There's another tree in the living room. There's another tree in the family room. There's like five trees in the house. Wow. It's crazy. How many? Why you got to have five? I ain't never seen that one. I ain't going to even lie. I ain't never seen four or five Christmas trees in somebody's house. Mm-hmm. I ain't never seen that. I mean, it's not bad. Um, it's definitely not bad, but it's it's a lot. But she did it on her own. Under all the trees, man. No. Um, (laughs) there's presents in the. Once I put photos and stuff up, you'll see. It's not. It's definitely not a bad looking. The house is big enough to accommodate the trees. You understand what I'm saying? And they're not all like full blow. Like the. the, I got you. The main tree is is pretty. Is you know full size, six or seven feet. I think. Um, the main tree is the one that's in the family room. But the Chanel tree is really skinny and thin. It's really um, it's really chic, so it, it's skinny. Then the other tree is just like branches. So then the ends of the branches, you know, have LEDs in them. And then the one in the corner is like one of those, uh, what are they called? It's like those, um, I think that shimmer, it's like a shimmer tree. So it has like, it's not really leaves, but it's like the shimmer yeah, the shimmery stuff. Yeah, the shimmery shit. So it's all, they're all different trees, but they all look good, but there's still five of them. You know what I'm saying? So it's a lot going on at the Dodge Mahal right now. That's what I call this house, the Dodge Mahal. The Dodge Mahal. Mm-hmm. So, but it's the, it's the season. She's very, I told her, I told her that she could, um, she could actually uh, solicit those services to wealthy people and decorate their trees. And decorate their house. Yeah, to decorate yeah. that. Yeah, so what I'm going to try to do this year is Christmas interior decorate. Right, do videos and shit like that so that, you know, maybe it's something that can be marketed. Yeah, it, it can. I have a cousin that just graduated from LSU and that's what she does. Mhm. What? The interior decorating? Inter- interior decorating, oh. but she does it for um holiday seasons as well. <clears throat> right, for like people or for like stores? For people. Okay. For people, yeah. Yeah, cuz I was like what you could do is you could build up a cache of uh of decorations. And they could lease your decorations for that year or that mm. season. And then, you you know, you set up, you provide the tree. You could provide the tree. You could provide everything. Yep. And then 
January 1, you just go start picking your stuff up and you put it in storage until next, next year, year or until you re-need it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I learned that by watching a bunch of these uh, home improvement shows where D-U-I-Y. they decorate the house and then all the shit that they use to decorate the house is owned by the person who does the decorating. Mm. So when the show is over, that house is empty. Or you could decide to buy the stuff. You understand what I mean? Right. So it's it's a great idea. And I don't know, you know, regular is, people. Especially if you find clientele. Right. I don't want to do it. I mean, you have some people that, like you just said, that love to do it. Mm-hmm. And then you got some people be like, man, I would do it, but psh, it's too much time and right. work and effort. Right. Yeah. So. Dang, that's a lick right there. I'm going to try to, you know, but the, the, the issue is like, what would you charge? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's a big, that's a big thing. So, I mean, because we know how we feel about our work, but maybe somebody else doesn't feel that way. You know what I mean? Right, right. So I don't know, you know, I don't even know what to start charging people, you know, who wanted their stuff decorated because you talk about, do you give me a budget and then I go shopping for you and then you pay me after everything is done? Or do you just lease my decorations? Right. And then I take everything back when the season is over. So I don't know. I don't even know how to price that out. And I'm usually not at a loss for prices and stuff like that. But this one, I just don't know. see how much your equipment costs. Yeah, mm-hmm. you have to break that down. Mm-hmm. So what would you get pay yourself per hour? How long does it take you to do it? See. The type of stuff that you want. How big is the house? How much decor? Yeah. Well, I think, I think the going rate for interior decorators is 10% of the budget. Mm. So let's say you wanted to redecorate your house and you had 1000 a uh, hundred thousand to spend, then you would pay your interior decorator ten thousand dollars to do it. So your entire budget would be a hundred and ten thousand dollars. At least that's what I heard. I could be totally wrong. I could be totally talking out my butthole, but I don't know. Mm. So something to look into, especially if it's something she loves to do. Sure, why not? Because after a while, I mean. When it's when you when you see something that you love to do, mm-hmm. you know, or when you're doing something you love to do, you know, you don't really at the beginning you don't start thinking about the monetary value because you're like, ah, oh, you know, I'll do it, and I'm sure somebody will break you off a little something. But then once you start to put in the work and the eth- you know, and the effort, mm-hmm. and you're like, ah, you know, this should be <coughs> worth, or somebody that could actually, like you just said, break it down, mm-hmm. and you know how much it costs, the time that you're doing it the equipment that you're using to do it, you know what I'm saying? All that stuff that you can break down and put in the monetary value. Right. Um, yeah. Well, it is Because, you is. know, I, even when you say that, it's almost like I, I think about, like, coaching basketball or, or doing basketball drills with, with the, you know, the younger people or people that want you to work them out. I know this is, is shifty. Mm-hmm. But I was like, yo, how – and I was, and I'll use that as an example. Like, um somebody was like yo how you know how much would you charge me to work you out i'm like well for me i'm gonna work you out for free the first time i do it i'm gonna work you out for free that mm-hmm. way you you see what you're getting you can you can say oh this dude knows what he's talking about this did help me blah 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 you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and then if you come back <coughs> after Excuse that mm-hmm. then um then we'll we'll talk we'll talk about a price so i remember i was i was doing basketball drills and kid was like yo i'm a um I'm I'm gonna give you forty dollars an hour. I mm-hmm. was like, okay, that's that's great. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. So then I called my cousin. I was like, yo, man, you do the same thing I'm doing. I'm like, um, is this is that a good rate? He was like, yeah, that's definitely a good rate. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I said, well, I mean, I know you do the same thing. I said, well, how much would you charge? He's like, oh, 
they couldn't afford me. Mm-hmm. I was like that. I understand. He's like, well, shoot, my my lowest rate would be like seventy five dollars an hour. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, it makes you know. And he explained why I got an NBA name. You right. know what I'm saying my name has a title behind it. Right. I played in the league twelve years. Blah 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 blah. I said, well, that makes a hell of a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And I say all that to say this: like, if your wife is to do it. And, you know, she's a freelance and she I'm not saying she didn't go to school or doing all that. But if she's just doing it off the off the strength of she loves to do it and she's really good at what she does versus someone like my my cousin went to school and got some kind of certification and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. Does Do you base it on somebody that has done, cert, you know, certified to say they did this, that and the third versus somebody that just loves to do it and they still got the same kind of qualifications? You know what I'm saying? Well, or know how. In my opinion, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Damn, it's in my throat. In my opinion, uh, um, you don't, and I know it sounds silly saying it, but you don't pay for experience. You pay for the quality. Right. You understand what I'm saying? So there was no way that I would allow her to to uh, undercut herself. Yeah, most definitely. Because my opinion is if you want it, you want it. And if you can't afford it, then that's on you. It's not for you. Right. It's definitely not for you. So when you see some of these designs and you're like, oh, shit, well, how much would you charge me to decorate um, my tree or, you know, my house or whatever? Then listen, first of all, <clears throat> do you have even the decorations? That's one. Right. Because if you don't have the decorations, then we got to go shopping. Then once we go shopping, you might not have a budget to pay me. Right, right, right. It's got to all be, yeah. That so in sense. that case, you know, you're at a, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like you're at a crossroads. So you might have to spend, <clears throat> let's say a tree, excuse me, two, $300 just on an artificial tree, you know, or right. a flocked tree. The flocked is with the snow on it. Mm-hmm. And then let's say all your ornaments and stuff like that. That yep. could be another couple hundred dollars. Couple hundred dollars. Right. Yep. So you're already and talking five. Right. Yeah. That's you're talking five, six hundred dollars for just the tree and the ornaments. And We're the not ornaments. even talking about what I'm going to do with the stuff once I get it, because right. we all know that we could both have the same thing. And, and the way we totally use it yep. is totally different. It's totally different. Yep. So that's a, you know, that's a big, that's a big deal right there. So, you know, I would say, what does it take to do? this treatment on my house. Well, that takes five or six hours. Mm-hmm. Well, sh- somebody come with a gun that that's, you know, with better equipment, mm-hmm. they can cut that in half. Well, <laughs> well, no, it depends because it's not, and I kind of watched her decorate, but it's like, okay, this goes here, step back, look at it from three different angles. All right, it has to move. So mm-hmm. this is what, I, this is the kind of work that I'm telling you that she's done. Wow. You know what I mean? Like I sat right. here with uh, the Chanel tree that I helped her, kind of not to help her decorate but like she would put a uh, ornament on stand in front of the tree stand to the side of the tree stand to the other side of the tree and say oh well this needs to move an inch and i'm like what okay you about to piss me off it's just a tree i'm not gonna sit here and watch you move a hundred balls an inch at a time you understand what i'm saying (laughs) however she did it and it worked out but I'm saying if you're doing that for somebody else, you have to put a value on that. Right. Because the minute that you undervalue yourself, people begin to take advantage of you. Take advantage. Right. Yep. And that's I just learned that in life. Oh, that's lessons. Yeah. So, you know. Message. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And we get, you know, if somebody's giving you something that you feel like is undervalued, then you should treat it like it's overvalued. Right. Instead of, you know, complaining that 
you paying too much when you're mm. really not paying enough. And I I've, I've been a victim of that. Like not a victim. I've been the uh culprit of that giving a higher quality product for not enough money. For, yeah, for not enough. And then when I tried right. to get more money from our product, I get scoffed at. Right. And so then you're then you're in a then you're in a real pickle. Mm. Because that's when you start sweet. to lose you start to lose friendships and stuff like that if you stay on your ground. Man, tough. Mm-hmm. It's very tough. I feel you though. You're absolutely correct on that. So I'm at a point where like, all right, friendship, I'm 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 cool. Mm. And because at the end of the day, I can't. I don't want to be taken advantage of. I'm not saying I yeah, can't no be taken one, advantage. No I can be. be I don't want to be. You know? Yeah, exactly. Because if you're getting taken advantage of, you're allowing it. Mm-hmm. So, mm. so that's a, that's a good message. Yep. So I think we're gonna get some snow. My yeah, wife's going away to my, the Poconos. Man, look, I've been waiting to ask that question. What's what? the weather like for y'all? It actually snowed here the other day, like big, like, big flakes, but it didn't stick. Like no sticking. Okay. Yeah, didn't, definitely yeah. didn't stick. I think every year. We get hit later and later with snowfall. Like after, like right around Christmas or <clears throat> after the after the New Year. I remember one Christmas we didn't even get snow till like February one year. Mm. So it was weird. And then you know a year before that we got a snowstorm every week. It felt like. I'm getting pissed because you. I got this nice hoodie you just sent me. Oh, the hoodies. And I, I mean, I look. I was. Oh, I had it set out, laid out, real nice for me. Mm-hmm. And then I woke up. I'm like, yeah, because that night. For here, it, it was a cool night. You know right. what I'm saying? We, oh, it's kind of chilly. Whatever, whatever. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be real nice, real perfect for me to wear it to school tomorrow for the class or whatever. So I had it laid out, ready mm-hmm. to go. I woke up, and every morning before my wife goes to work, she's like, "Yo, what's the temperature?" So I look down at the temperature. It's like six thirty in the morning. It's seventy two degrees outside. Mm-hmm. I'm like. I hit the phone, tap it, tap, tap, tap. It didn't reset or nothing. Mm-hmm. I hit the reset on the on the weather thing. That must have said 72 degrees at like 6, 30, 7 o'clock in the morning. So right. I look, I'm like, well, let me look to see what the high is going to be. It's like 82 degrees. Yeah, it's Man, definitely too high. Man, I was sick, bro. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want to wear my sweatshirt so bad. That hoodie's nice. It's, yeah, it's, it's really super nice. nice. <clears throat> Excuse me. What's, what's even nicer is some of the uh, different colors. The yellow, I, I sent one out. I sent the us uh, i want to say silver and gold but ooh yeah th- i sent you photos of it okay so the yeah, gold i know i i man Whew. that silver I'm and gold one is dope i'm sick with the i'm trying to, that black on black or that gray on gray or whatever that is that's fire oh that black I'm on like black gonna, one yeah i yeah. here's here's what i have to ask people if, if you're listening if you put an order in and i don't think it looks right <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm emailing you to find out if it's okay. Right. What's been happening these last two times is people haven't emailed me back. Mm. And so I say that this I email because I want to make sure that you didn't make a mistake. Right. Because our products are really non-returnable. Every one is made by hand. It's hand prepared. Every of, single one. One of one. So if you accidentally put something in and then I send an email from Bratolaria.com and you don't respond. You know, I'm to think, what am I to think? Right. But I'm trying to avoid the situation where somebody's made a mistake. Yeah, they're putting some, some and colors then, that really don't look, they may not look as good as they think they do. Right. In their head, it might look a certain way, but. And I wasn't say, I wasn't sure about the black on black, and I'm still not sure about it. <sighs> because I had to me. take the pictures from, like, angles that really caught it. You understand what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. It looks, I mean, from the the, the, from what I saw. 
it looks good. I mean, I don't, I think the, I don't know, man. It just, it looked, it, as we use the word aesthetically pleasing, it mm-hmm. looked really subtle. It looked, it looked nice. Right. And because <clears> of the, <throat> um, the felt, um, mm-hmm. logo or the print or whatever you want to call it. Right. The, um, it just, it looked, it, it, it looked like it went together, man. It looked really good. I it's don't know. really I, dope. I think it's going to. I believe it. it looks it looks fire. I'm like, damn, I need to order another one. But yeah, that look hot. It, it's pretty dope. And the thing is, once we run out of these, that's it. Oh, I've been telling people, <clears> man. <throat> I've been like, yo, I'ma get one. Mm-hmm. I'ma get me one. I'm like, all right, listen. I'm it's not, not it's not, not a selling not tactic. Bruh, exactly. And I've been trying to say that. I said, listen, I'm not trying to run up your back and try mm-hmm. to, you know, force you to get it. I know you said you wanted one. Right. And I'm just giving you the heads up. Like, yo, you need to get it because once they gone, they gone. Right. You know what I'm saying? There's going to be another product in the store, and you're going to be asking for, um, you know, one of these, and it's, we ain't going to be able to get it. Yeah, it's you know definitely not. We don't we don't make the sweatshirts. We just pick up however many they got mm-hmm. enough, and then we keep it moving. Yeah. You got to understand there's other people that are doing the same thing, you know, buying products in, in the factory or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. So... Well, they're buying from a supplier, but they're buying in large, like Bolts. in numbers. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> they have the luxury of being able to sit on stuff, exactly. but we don't. Yeah, exactly. So when I go, I got to try to figure out what I know we can sell or what will sell well in the store and then pick up a couple here and a couple there because even though, you know, the, these hoodies are not, listen, I don't know how to explain it unless you, you know can't. unless you know clothes this this the thing this is the thing i know they hear us talk about the products and you know and it sounds like a selling gimmick and all these different things right. i try to tell people for the most part yeah i need you to help sell the product and i don't mean like ne- necessarily monetarily sell the product right. i want you to sell the product about the the um quality the feel the, exactly the quality of the product right and once you understand like this is just like you I mean again I and we have these conversations about you know product testing and all that stuff and you'll tell me like yo once you wash this shirt it's not gonna feel the same and I'm like what do you mean once I wash it it's mm-hmm. brand new once I wash it he's like listen it's gonna have a different feel right it's actually gonna feel way better after the first wash. Right. And I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just listening to you until I actually put the shirt on and you and you made that statement before. You're like, yo, man, I just keep rubbing the shirt, man. I don't believe. And I'm, I found myself rubbing, you know, rubbing the shirt, finding like, yo, this thing feels different. Yep. It feels soft. It feels like, you know, one of my high-end shirts or whatever. So it's a, it's those are the things that once you tell me, obviously, um, it, it it does make sense. It it doesn't make sense until it makes sense. Meaning, like when you first tell me, like, okay, bro, when I wash it, I'll wash it, and I'll find out. But then when I put it on and I actually like, yo, why does it feel a certain way? I can, you know, me and you can have that conversation. But until somebody else that's the paying customer, I actually I pay myself as well. But the the customer that's actually receiving it as their, you know, benefit. And they can actually attest to what we're talking about. Right. It'll it'll hit home a little bit better. Yeah, it's it's diff it's um excuse me, I got something in my throat. Hold on. <clears throat> Man, this is crazy. <clears throat> yeah, you need to have some water beside you, brother. I do have water and I take I took a couple gulps. Um <clears throat> something I got a pelican in my throat or something. Or a <laughs> laker or something. I don't know. 
But um, it's difficult to uh to try to explain the product <clears throat> without sounding sales pitchy. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So this same type of sweatshirt, I put my podcast logo on it and sold five or six shirts now just by act, just six sweats, uh, hoodies by accident. Like wow. me, people were like, yo, I want one of those. This was the one with the, uh, the uh, reflective. Mm-hmm. I sent you one of the, did you, did you show that one? The one with the reflective, the brats? Yes, it's on. I put it in a post. I put it in the um. Yeah. In a little video, and I've been hit like, "Yo, where is that? It's not in the store." I'm like, "Oh, just just chill out." Oh, so they like it? Yeah, I got some. I got some feedback, mm. and they were looking at it. And the thing is, they got a hard. They got a um a still photo of it, and then there's the video. The video. Where you can see the. You, you can know, see it kind of shifting. Light. Yeah, exactly. Right. So they can see it. Right. Oh, okay. So maybe that might be next. But the thing is, the thing about that is, I'm trying to figure out the best what's the best sweatshirt to put that on. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Or do I try to find something with more colors or <clears throat> you know stuff like that? I remember the sweatshirts right. we had last year were really light. Well, I don't want to do yeah. that this year. Right. You know, I want to go with a real deal sweatshirt. And so my biggest issue was finding first one sweatshirts in stock. My supplier's been out of stock with you know a lot of the color stuff. Uh, well, you know, with different colors, so that's why the grays, the iteration of grays, have popped up this year. Uh, maybe next year we can get in earlier. You know what I mean, and be right, able to have right. multiple colors. But like I said, I'm still sitting on stuff that we bought last year when I didn't understand the market. Mm, yeah, the market. You know what I mean. So, right, and that's tough <clears throat> because when that stuff sits around, we can't add new stuff to the store because we got right. old product that you know we lost money on. And I don't mean lose money, but I mean, usually what happens is we make a purchase, we sell it, and then we repurchase up. You know what I mean? We we re right. so, so basically what we're doing is, at least what the vision is, is to you know all the stuff that you buy is really for promotion to promote the the brand. You the know brand. what I mean? It's yep. it's really not a a big uh, a profit center. Exactly. So <clears throat> yeah, but if they like, excuse me, if they like the. Uh, the reflective joint. I, I actually ordered some red reflective ones. I think um, they're a couple different colors. So once I get all the other colors in that was ordered, then I'm going to, I think I'm going to stick that in the store. But if you're waiting on these hoodies, don't wait. Just grab that joint. And Man. I guarantee you'll be happy with it. <clears throat> yeah, I got to I'm waiting on, uh, I know you sent a couple. I think you sent a couple. Have you sent, well, let me ask. Have you sent a couple of them out already? Yes, I've sent okay. that that, so that silver to, and gold um, one went out. Um, today I sent out the black on black. Um, mm, mm, mm. I think there was an order today in for, um, you know, the, the, uh, the uh, dark gray one. So people are ordering them. I just, I, what I would love to see is I want to see, People posted in them, and I want to yeah, hear their the reactions feedback. and stuff. Yep, you know feedback. what I mean? That's what I was gonna say. I need to. Um, I guess I'll go through and see who they, the people are that ordered them. Right. And, uh, give them a hit up, and see, you know, if they would um, say just something give about some it. Feedback. Yep. And let- give the feedback because definitely, and that's another thing. The feedback, you know, we're we're uh, obviously we're we're here for the the customer, mm-hmm. and we want to know. You know, we're trying to give you the best quality that we can, especially for what, you know, the bang for your buck mm-hmm. and stuff that's going to last. You know, we don't want you to just have it today. We want it to last for a couple of years, you know right. what I'm saying, longevity. Right. And then 
um, you know, to hear the feedback. Like one of the things that I that I know we need to touch on is the women's like V-necks or whatever T-shirts for the women. Now we're starting to get to the point where we, we can start exploring. At the beginning, we were like, you know, we were just breaking into the game and trying to establish what the market would be, what, you know, what we can sell, what we can't sell, what's going to sell, mm-hmm. you know, blah, blah, blah. And now that we're moving, we want to hear, we, that's what we need. We need the feedback so we can, you know, so we can start to try to cater to what you like, you know what I'm saying? And 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 work on it from that angle. But from the most part, man, everything that we've been putting out, from what I've heard, you know, from several people that have actually tried to, you know, what I call nickel and dime the um, the the process of that you know you go through. Oh, okay, it's packaged this way. Mm-hmm. I like the way it was packaged. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like the way you know I opened it up. Whatever, all those different things. <laughs> right. And everything that they've said so far has been, you know, a thumbs up. So we just want to continue to have good customer service mm-hmm. and all of that good stuff. So I think sometimes people want to find something wrong, right, with stuff. Um, Especially small businesses. Small businesses, exactly. Um, and so I'm doing the best that I can to eliminate all of that. Right. You know what I mean? How and, you would want it done. Yeah. Especially if you can make it, if it's something that you can do. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you're taking an extra effort to do it. That's, that's awesome. Well, so. here's the here's the big thing, too. Now, with this VIP program, a lot of stuff is getting customized. So you, you're going to see a lot of the... Um, the um, whenever I can add your VIP number to a product, I'm gonna do that because that's gonna that's gonna have your product stand out. The thing about the women's V-necks and stuff like that, it's su- it's such a um, women's clothes is is different than a unisex cloth. You know what I mean? A cloth um shirt. So for instance, I tried to do women's shirts for my brand, and there was. You know, some women like, oh, well, you know, I don't like, I need it to be, I need a longer torso area or, you know what I mean? I need the long, a shorter sleeve. And I'm just like, to be honest with you, we're not a clothing store. So we don't have a ton of shit that you can choose from. Right. And like I said, if we, um, for instance, my wife, she likes to have her shirts with a longer torso so that it covers her waistline. <clears throat> not for no other reason than she likes her shirts, her t-shirts to hang over her. It's either it's either over her waist or above her waist, where you know her midsection shows. There's no in between. So, for instance, I try to test something on my wife, like, "Yo, put this on. Let me see how this looks, or how do you like it?" And it'll be her that'll say, "I don't like this type of style t-shirt for me." Right. So when she does that, I'm thinking, if this is so that means I have to buy two types of shirts for the women who want them to cover their waist mm. or the women who don't want it to cover their waist, who want to show their midsection or the, it's actually three or the regular, you know, t-shirt that just sits like a regular t-shirt. So when you talk to a small business like us and you request that, it's almost like, I'm sorry, I would like to, actually right. I would love to, but we can't afford it. Right. We can't afford to carry three iterations of the same shirt. Of the same shirt, right? That's dependent on what that that's that all that that'll sell depending on what you like. <clears throat> and I don't say that to be mean, but I say if if there's a unisex T-shirt, we already know this is the fit, and you already know what to expect. Right. 
You know what I mean? And I would rather go that route. Yeah, yeah, definitely. As opposed to... When we get to that, like you said, when we get to that, to that level, mm-hmm. where we can explore. Don't don't think that we're not trying to, but you got to understand we we're the. I hate to say it, but the more that we're able to push the products that we have now, will be it allow us to open up to more products, right? That we can put out on the table. So I mean, I'm sitting here them. with a bunch of quote unquote boyfriend T-shirts that I can't even mm. get rid of because. Girls don't like them. You know what I mean? So I'm like, oh, I was under the impression that it was a T-shirt. It's cut, you know, it's slimmer, but it's cut like a regular T-shirt, but it's slimmer to give a woman a more sexy uh, silhouette right? than if she was wearing her boyfriend's regular oversized T-shirt. You know what I mean? Mm. So it's it's mistakes like that that we really can't afford to make because that's money that we can't put into new stuff or money that we can't put into testing. Yeah. So it's crazy. So it is what it is. I mean, some stuff is a super hit and some stuff is catching on slower than others, but it is what it is. If you like it, great. If you don't like it, okay too. You know? But these sweatshirts are a hit. These hoodies are a hit. Yeah, that's fire. So that that is that <clears throat> one is a hit. Once they start popping up and people start seeing the colors, they be like, Oh, I wish I, I want one and be like, sorry, they're all gone. You know? So, and if you think if I know probably be like, oh, fifty dollars is a lot. This this is a fifty dollar sweat. This is a fifty dollar hoodie. Yeah, it's probably more, but it is probably more, especially with the 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 design and the custom design and the stars on the sleeve and all the other embellishments. So, VIP members really look sharp because with their number in the design, it's crazy. It looks super dope. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So, uh, where are we at? Fifty minutes huh, went by quick. Good. We talk about one thing, Christmas. I mean, Thanksgiving and my asthma attack. Yep. What else you got? Nothing much. I'm sitting here with a a nose full of phlegm that I need to get out. You need to go on and break it down. Yeah, it's it's tough. Because I'm going to be at the sink for about 20 minutes trying to get it all out. It's so sticky. Do you got the um, the little uh, thing you screwed up your nose and let everything come out? For the babies? The neti pot or whatever it's called. Oh, that thing. I can't. I can't stick water up my nose like man, that, bro. I can't either, man. My wife can get in there and do all of that. Yeah, I can't do that. Hell, like, oh my god, I can breathe. I'm like, ain't no way, man. I would, yeah. The two things with the nostrils. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nah. I be done drown myself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be for real. I would, yeah. What are you doing in there? Yeah, I'm, I'm drowning. I'm dying. That's what I'm doing in here. Yeah. Out. yeah, I can't. Right. Do it. I don't know how to turn that. I don't know how to turn that canal off between yeah, your throat and yeah, your nose. Yeah, both of them, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. the little valve that's put. Yeah, ain't that's not working. Yeah, I don't know how to do that. So yeah, I'm not that. Try, I'm not that to talented. Turn the head upside down and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, nope, that's all right. Like you know, when you go swimming in the nose and you get the water up your nose, like I got to yeah. get out. It's yeah, I don't, I'm not a fish. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm a regular dude. I'm a regular mammal. So oh, man, crazy. I gotta be honest with you. I'm sitting here watching the Pelicans and the Lakers. I, oh damn it! I kind of hate the Lakers, bro. Don't hate. I, I, don't, I don't I don't I don't like them either, but you can't hate on that. That's that's what I'm gonna get. We're gonna give them ten minutes of sports, and that's okay. I don't like okay. I don't like when teams um like I don't like the way this team came together. Why? I don't like it. I just Why? don't like it because this big ass crybaby. Stop! Stop! No, nope, stop. I'm not. Oh, wait a minute! Stop! Nope. This is the problem that we had before. You have to justify. You can't just say I don't like it and just say I don't. I like just it. was about you, to tell you, and then you okay, interrupted well, don't, me. I kept saying why you kept because I don't like it. And then I when like I started it, to tell why. you, you interrupted right, well, me. Tell me why you don't like it then. Because I don't like tell this big ass crybaby. 
I'm not mad about it, but I hate these grown ass men. I fucking bitches. That's what I hate. Excuse my language. Tell him. Tell him. I hate all these bitch ass niggas. Why? LeBron, he's a bitch. Why? This other eyebrows a bitch because they sit around and cry. You know what? You know what the problem is to get their fucking way. I'm not. You are old. Listen, bro. So let me explain to you. Let me let me ask you this. They bitches. Okay. Let me ask you this. I'm gonna break it all the way down for you. Saturday morning. All right, I'm going to take it all the way back. Old school. We in El Paso. We at Stout Gym. You know, on them days when it's just us in the gym, the military cats, and we run in the gym, da-da-da. But then we get one of them days where everybody's in the gym. All the old heads is in the gym. UTEP then came over, and it's all of us, right? The goal is to do what? It's to stay on the court. The goal for them is to win. So you have a chance. Me and you, we rock, we run, we run, whatever, whatever, you know, during the week, whatever, we play. But then you got Antoine Gillespie coming in. You got Big Mo. You got a, you got a squad. It's time for you to pick your squad amongst the 30 dudes that's in the gym. Now, we've been rocking the whole time. But on this particular day, it's about staying on the court. Now, are you going to rock with your boys you've been rocking with all week? Or are you going to put a team together that's going to help you win? You can't ask me that question because I never played with them. And from what I remember, there was a list. So, no, but but you could. But when we played with the okay, well, flip it. I'm gonna take it to the NBA. Listen, the ultimate goal, especially for LeBron, is to win. He is in toward toward his twilight years. Everybody's already writing him off and talking about, oh my God, he's 35. He's been playing mm-hmm. for 17 years. Whoop de whoop. But he's still playing like he's 25 years old. But at the same time. The objective is to win. So how do you hate? And I know why you hating, but why why are you hating? Because they put together a team to win. Are you supposed to put a team together to develop? Or are you supposed to put a team together to win? And the only person that he really <clears throat> has on his team that's not that hasn't been around is AD and Rondo. So who, how are you, that's what I'm not understanding. Like, And then you can start going down the list of teams that have at least some superstars. They don't have the major superstars, but they got superstars on their team. How did those superstars get to their team? They are. Organically okay. or were they bullied into doing one or something else? Okay. So, so again, it, let me, let me, let me. All right. You've so been, you've been you're, you're, explaining yourself for five I'm minutes. About but go ahead. To, but let me, but I'm going yeah, and you do the same thing. So mm-hmm. I'm going to take my five minutes. Mm-hmm. You're a guy that talks about rules and regulations, right? So have they done anything to break any rules or regulations? I don't know what they've done. I don't trust, I don't trust, I don't trust LeBron. The way that KD, the KD, see all these bitch ass niggas get on my nerves. (laughs) Like every single one, I can't keep their names out of my mouth. They such bitches. And I don't know where men became so fucking feminine and so like, it's so catty. I grew up with real niggas. I grew up with real men. Like these 20s and 30 year old dudes now are bitches. Like all of them. I don't care how much money you have. And I don't mean to rant like this, but like there's no reason for you to be a multi-millionaire and you act like a bitch behind the scenes and then you can't take criticism, you can't you can't fucking build and become, you know, cohesive with the team you're on and shit like that. Like I don't understand none of that. I I am not for non-winning. What I am against is winning with unfair advantage or using unfair advantage to get to that winning. That's what I'm a, that's what I'm against in anything in life in anything business in anything. 
So it would be easy enough for me to shit on or to do to undermine everybody else in my path to get to a win. That's not where that's not who I am. That's not in any part of my DNA. And a lot of these dudes now, they move like that. And that shit is ter- it's bad. It's I'm not, bad. I'm I'm not disagreeing. So I that's my think I'm that, disagreeing with that's you. That's my I'm, gripe. And I'm so not, and you have the right to have that gripe. My my thing is in 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 a situation in the situation of a professional sport, you're a professional athlete now, and you've been with a team for seven years. And in those seven years, you can't make the playoffs, right? And in the seven years that you've been in, in this particular team, they're not making any moves to bring anybody in to help you. Number one is the area that you're in. You're not in a big market. You're, you're losing money. You're, you're making your money, but you're not. You're losing money. You know they make money outside of just the NBA <clears throat> and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. So with all the things that 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 we could talk about, right, I'm asking you, if you're in a situation where you see um, your peers, right, that are moving from they – got, they got drafted. So you got drafted to go play in New Orleans, and New Orleans hasn't done anything in the seven years you've been there. You're putting up numbers. You're doing everything. You're carrying your team, but you can't get over the top because you don't have any help, right? So with all the things that are said and done, you get to the point where you're frustrated now, right? You're coming up on free agency, and you know how free agency works. Either they're going to sign you or they're going to try and let you go and get something to develop, you know, however all that crap goes down. What do you do? Let me tell you what you don't do. I don't know what you do. But in my book, what you don't do is say, I'm not going anywhere but here. Ah, when you have a year left on your when you have a year left on your contract. That's the thing that you don't do. So let me ask you this real quick to to answer that. So do you do you. okay? we're going to send you to another team that's similar to the team you're leaving right now. Okay, I I will have a year on that contract. What I don't or you just you just you just sit here and you finish out your contract here. This is my opinion. This is what a man would do. A man wouldn't say, I'm tired. Yeah, I'm tired of losing. Great. But I'm, o- I'm only going to go here. If you try and get rid of me, I'm only going here. Or I'm going to come back next year and not play. That's well, some bitch-ass shit. They set him out where he was on a minute restriction. They were only playing him so many minutes, and he would go in and kill for those first 20, 30 minutes. Well, that's that, that bullshit, pussy-ass management bullshit that they do now. Mm. All feminization of the fucking game. I kind of feel like Charles Barkley and maybe even Shaq. Like, yo, this is some bullshit. This is mm. probably why I will never buy tickets to a game. Mm. I don't know who's showing up that night. <laughs> uh, speaking of your man, he didn't show up. Who's that? Team, uh, Embiid? Joel. Yeah, that, that, yeah he, another one. Another <laughs> one. Like, yo, get your fucking thumb out your ass, bro. We know Jimmy Butler's no longer here. Stop right. being a bitch. So, but you know, it, it's crazy. I, I don't understand these. I don't understand it. I could see if they was playing for peanuts. These motherfuckers making 30 million a year. Yeah. That's crazy. What, what are doing, you man. complaining about? And you don't play and you ain't got to play 82 games. And you ain't even got to play 35 minutes yeah. a game. And you got you get this. Remember when out. Jordan used to play 48 minutes? Bruh. At least it, at the very least he 46? played 46 46 yeah it seemed like he never came out the game these pussy asses don't even play 35 minutes I'm sorry to be so upset but like yo these fucking assholes are assholes 
It pisses me off. Yes, I, I ain't gonna lie. That's that is bad for the game. You got people that do want to, you know, that pay money to go see their, you know, these guys play. Mm-hmm. How he's sitting tonight? Sitting? What the hell? It sitting was crazy. It was crazy. It's crazy. Listen, when the first year, um, when Ben Simmons didn't come back, when he could have mm-hmm. come back, mm-hmm. I was pissed. Right. We were pissed. We were like, "Yo, I was talking to my man. When we gonna buy tickets?" I'm like, "I don't know." Cause I'm not going down there to not see Ben to see Ben not play, right? Or to see Joel not play. So I don't know what's going on, and it's not like you um gonna give me prorated rates if they right. don't play. If I pay, let's just say, eight hundred dollars for a game, two tickets, and I get down there and these motherfuckers is being rested, Sitting. yeah, they over in street clothes. We got some problems. Like it's bullshit. It's it's bullshit to the consumer. It's bullshit to everything. And I like, oh, we're gonna make the season shorter, this that, and the other. Listen, bro, just hire men. Stop hiring these bitches to play the game and hire men. That's how I feel. Like I feel like you know what this sport takes to succeed in it. You getting paid handsomely to do it. Go to fucking work. Is there is there a word that's more is that's bigger than handsomely? No, I don't think so. They making. I don't think so. God. I've it's, never it's seen life change. I've All never seen players get paid more, so much more, and do so much less. Yeah. Work. You got some do some nice Joel don't even play 25, 26 minutes. Mm. That's half the game. And right. I'm I'm cool with that. But then don't complain that you need uh what is it called? What is uh load management. Load management. Manage these nuts. That's how I feel. <laughs> I'm gonna have to bring you over to the basketball group, bro. Cause yeah, that's that's real talk though. I I I'm I'm just it, adapting, man. I don't I don't like it either. Cause I cause I ain't gonna lie. I'm, you know I'm a basketball junkie. Mm-hmm. And then I turn on the TV, and as soon as I see such and such in street clothes, I just flip the channel. Yeah, I don't even watch. No, yeah, I don't even watch out, outside my market. I only watch the Sixers now. Like I don't even take joy in watching. Like I'm sitting here cringing, not cringing, but I'm sitting here not enjoying this game. Because I hate the way that the fucking Lakers came together. Right. And I hate what they did to all them young guys when they shipped them off to the Pelicans. Like, yo, yeah. you could have you could have ruined these dudes' psyches for their entire career. And you had already fucked them up the, the season before. Yeah, playing when you LeBron. got there. Yeah, you took the ball out their hand. You took, you made them they were right. they were players that played a certain way. Exactly. And you just just brought them in as like LeBron is here. So that's Move the part over. of the shit that I don't like. You understand what I'm saying? Like I was I and it's bad because LeBron was on my bad side when he fucking made that I'm gonna take him out down to South Beach shit. Then when he came back to Cleveland, it was cool. You won the chip there. Then you do the same type of shit going to and I'm just like ah, I don't get it, bro. I don't get it. I don't get it. And maybe it's maybe I don't get it is because when I was younger, I didn't I didn't understand what was going on behind the scenes if shit like this right. was going on behind. But I don't right. think that it was. Nah, it wasn't. It was nothing like like you said. We grew up watching. Guys that played for one team. And yo, and I want this team got, to win. Yeah. And when they got the guys, they didn't they didn't go because I I they oh Scotty, um Mike wasn't nothing without Scotty. Well mm-hmm. Scott Mike Mike and Scotty grew together. They grew together, right. You know what I'm saying? They they, so, they baked it. It wasn't microwave. Exactly, exactly. And and even um even before then, you're talking about Isaiah Thomas when he couldn't get over the hump. Mm-hmm. But he stayed with his you know, his squad the entire I feel know, like there's more Michael, um I feel like there's more. Uh, what's the word I'm looking? Loyalty. Loyalty. Oh my God. Yeah. This. Uh, 
Mm. And let me say this before anybody gets misunderstands me. I am all for dudes getting their money and right. doing what they want to do. But this shit right here is ridiculous. It's getting bananas. Like, <laughs> it's bad when you got um, the, um, ah, is it American Express? I think it's American Express. They say <laughs> if you buy a jersey. Oh, yeah, you got the, you the trade clause. You get to take the trade insurance. Yeah, you get a trade clause with your jersey. Yeah. To take it back. Mm-hmm. On your team, your guy doesn't play for this team anymore. You mm-hmm. can go and get it for. It's crazy. Yeah, Cleveland to L.A. Oh, you got a Cleveland LeBron James? Bring it in. We'll switch it out for a Lakers shirt for you. And so I'm sure the players have a lot more control in their careers. Great. But, like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Yeah. I, and I, I, and this, you can tell when I'm upset because my, my filter is all the way off. Off. Yeah, you're gone. It, it, <laughs> it's just, it, just, it, it just upsets me. Like, yo, it, it is what it is. It, it, oh, we just going to do what we want to do now. It's like, yo, you, you killing the sport, really. You're really killing the sport. So, like, I was you know, same way I was upset when this nut went to Golden State. Now look at him. Mm. Now look at the Golden State fans and our Clippers fans. I bet you, I ain't I ain't seen a Golden State. They are. They I ain't were. seen a Golden State photo on my timeline in in six months. They like first to worst, bro. Yeah. Well, karma. Yeah. Steph and Car- Steph is Steph is hurt. Clay is hurt. They all went Katie down. Is gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man, my man got on the joint with dude with a red nose on. Talk about that's all, folks. Uh, <laughs> eyebrow, what's his name? Yeah, um, I saw it. Yeah, so I'm just saying, like, yo, it's it's, and I I didn't hate on gold like the I don't want to say the original team. They they grew that team. That team, mm-hmm. my it baked. That team baked. That, that, it was with Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson right. put that team together, and then Steve Kerr came. Right, and. You but know, then they started doing they shit. And th- but then what happened was, I don't like the way Steph plays the game. Like, I don't like his antics. So that's cool. Then when you got the coach, not even coaching, talk about I'm going to let the, the players coach the game. Mm. Like, that shit is all fuck. It's all, it's all, it all rubs me the wrong way. All of it. As a, as a player cool. and as a fan of the sport, it all rubs me the wrong way. Old school, bro. Yeah, it is what it is. I can't, I can't deal with these young dudes, and I don't care that I can't. Like they, they, I, I have no association with any of them, and it's easy for me to put something in my rearview mirror and never look back. And mm. I'm pretty close to that with bat. Like I already know it because I only watch Sixers games, like, mm-hmm. like with any interest. And so I know once I lose interest in that, it's gone. It's almost like people who stop watching football when they dicked around cap. You know what I mean? Right. So I could see myself being there in no time short if it if it, if it continues to trend this way, because I can't I just can't do it I can't mm-hmm. see grown men sit around butt sore S- switching teams this switching teams trying to get the win yeah, it's almost like every Saturday morning hey I'm gonna run with you today right it's getting crazy yeah so here was my deal okay great if you want to do that and I know a lot of people were against this then pay everybody the same amount of money Ooh. what would what do you think that would do for the game? Or to the game, man. We don't got time for that. No, to just oh, well, you would get nah, paid the same, bro. Base salary, especially, especially, especially when you sitting out games. You're not playing all 82 games. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You, your salary is based on what you bring to the what you bring to the team, and then you get to sit out, right? And still collect your check. Oh, load management. Yeah, that's a whole, bro. Mm-hmm. Crazy. So I said everybody I can't would. Sit out, yeah, I can't sit out work. 
Right. Uh, load management, bro. I right. need load management. <laughs> Tell my boss, yo, load management today. So it would make it easier on a lot. It, it, it Listen, everybody make the same amount of money, and you get your bonuses and shit like that for, let's say, uh, individual accomplishments. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Incentives, yep. Yeah, incentives and shit like that, or you get your you know, you get your endorsement deals and stuff like that. But that would change the game dramatically, I think. Because you got a lot of, you know, you got, I, you, you're right. It is just too much, not enough time to get into it. But I've always been a proponent of that. Mm. Like, yo, pay everybody the same amount of money and then see what it does to the game. Yep. I think it will make it better. That's just my opinion. So it is what it is. The same way I think that they should pay. Then we have this talk where they should pay college Players, yeah, we were talking about it. We X were, amount of money, yeah, and then they got to pay yeah. for their own school, and then they got to sign a contract and all this other shit. Like, yeah, we talked about it early. I feel like it's easy to do, but people never do what's easy. You know what I mean? It is what it is. What am I gonna thing, do? Yeah, real quick with that, you know, the NCAA had a strong arm on the whole mm-hmm. um, college sports for so long, right? They were like, you know, they, they we thought it was the norm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We thought it was the way of the way of the world. Like, this is how the world is supposed to be ran when it was just them just strong-arming everybody, mm. telling everybody that the sky is purple and that's what you got to believe. Right. Until somebody was like, yo, I don't know what y'all looking at, but the sky is blue. Mm. Wait a minute. The sky is blue. Wait, hold on. And then they, that's what happened. You know what I'm saying? Somebody just opened the, the door and then the floodgates are starting to open up and they're like, yo, you're just an organization. You don't really, you just, you know, you, you've had to strong-arm mm. over this for so long, but there's other people that can, you know, there's somebody if they really wanted to, they could start a whole nother, you know, collegiate um, organization, mm. which there are other collegiate organizations. There's an NAIA. There's all kind of different organizations. They might not be as big and powerful as the NCAA, but they are there. You know what I mean? And at the moment somebody, uh, it's almost like um, the culture. The moment somebody gets behind that culture and starts to push it, the one dude, this a baby LeBron come out. He's like, you know what? I'm not going to an NCAA school. Mm-hmm. I'm going to one of these NAIA schools. And he's that guy. And then we get behind him and we start filling up one of these NAIA schools and all that other stuff. It's going, that's all it is. It's trendy. Mm-hmm. Your wife was talking about that. Whatever the whatever the world wants you to believe, we can make it happen. Mm-hmm. With well, enough uh, support. <laughs> well, we support this. <laughs> Your homeboy and mine. Your, 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 your homeboy 